back in the dun dun. Oh, we did it. We're back <laughs> in the dun. We back. We back. We dropped that pod on the Enneagram. We did. We did drop that pod on the Enneagram. You know, you want to know my favorite highlight from that Enneagram and Valentine's Day episode? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is the anecdote that highlights your ability for gift giving. <laughs> that uh, Totino's pizza with a can of green chili slammed on there for a uh, happy, happy birthday. Yeah, happy for me birthday. Until I realized, man, that was actually a step in the right direction. Wait, what? Things had been worse before that. My gift giving skills. That <laughs> that was a step up? That was a step up, man. How did What? What are you talking about? So okay, so we recorded that, right? Yeah. And I was telling my wife Jamie, I said, "I'm loving this. this. This goes off the rails quickly." So yeah, we recorded on Enneagram and Valentine's Day, and I made a joke about what a terrible gift giver I am, and how for for your birthday I made you an oven pizza, and or I, I think I said for your first birthday in our marriage I made you an oven pizza, and yeah. she goes, "No, that was our second birthday, <laughs> my second birthday in our marriage." So I'm kind of like, I'm nervous, man. This is bad. And she says, for my first birthday, your mom gave you some frozen tamales and brought you a candle with some salad to give to me. Wait, Mama Bayless got involved on Jamie's second second married birthday? Yeah, so clearly I had taken this memory and repressed it as strongly as I could. This is in a box in the back of my personal dungeon kind of thing, right? Covered in burrs. And so... Like, yeah, she's like, no, this gets bad, right? So she told me that that's what I did. And I'm, I just nod my head and just get out of that combo. Yeah. My whole prefrontal cortex is offline at that point. Yeah. It's like, just do anything to save any sort of (laughs) ego that I still have. Did you say, is that the phone ringing? Walk out of the room. (laughs) Just kind of turn around and leave. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what I did. Um, I don't know. I froze and, and got really nervous. But yeah, man. So the Totino's pizza was actually a step in the right direction. Oh, yeah. Because at least I was food we had. Apparently we had no food and I got home. I don't know that I didn't have access to a car or something. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I called my mom. Or, <laughs> yeah. I can go out to go pick up food for some reason. Yeah. So uh, Mama Bayless came through, saved the day, which apparently still wasn't good enough. Well, yeah. I think your mom showing up with tamales and a candle. I don't know that that qualifies as <laughs> as a rescue. <laughs> That's uh, probably all we sh- had. Shout huh? out to Mom Bayless for shout for doing to, that, yeah. for doing her best to help her son recover. Mm. Um, good memory, man. Well, progress is progress. So it, it was trending in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, so trending in the right direction. So anyway, it was really fun to do the Enneagram episode and learn that, yeah, actually I'm worse than that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so a little please bit of a don't slap take of... any of that advice. Yeah, yeah. So, well, at least, at least it happened that way. Because if it happened where the Totino's pizza was year one, yeah. and then the tamales brought by your mom was year two, yeah. that, that wouldn't have been good. That's a really good frame to look at, right? Yeah. So at least, <laughs> at least we started with the worst possible scenario. Yeah. Maybe yeah. forgetting would have been the worst possible. Yeah. But then we started there and we took a step in the right direction. And here I am still trying to uh, find my arse for my elbows kind of thing <laughs> and get by on our birthdays and holidays. Oh, good for you. Oh. All right. Upward and onward. Up, up, up on and word word. Let's do it. <laughs> so we're going mindfulness today. We are. We're going to dip back in. We got one more attitude of mindfulness. And I think we're going to do a wrap up summary where we actually do a mindful meditation in in the podcast uh that will be further down the road but today we're gonna hit that last attitude 
So to jump in, maybe can I do a quick review of, of Letting Go? Yeah, it's been a while. So maybe uh, prime the miss, the listener's mind. Yeah, six weeks or so, eight weeks probably. <laughs> Some, yeah. Something to that effect. Yeah. Last year. So Letting Go, the attitude of Letting Go. Remember the antithesis of Letting Go is holding on. Mm-hmm. I, I still remember you talking about that person falling off the ski lift. Yeah. <laughs> just clinging. Clinging. Just clinging. So sometimes we build in these expectations or these ideals that we want to cling to because it, we, we think think they may be propelling us in that direction or they're we're not willing to let go of the idea of that thing mm-hmm. and in actuality that may make us stagnate and so the attitude of letting go is the ability to recognize what is out of our control and to let be what is and so to let go of those unrealistic mm-hmm. ideals or expectations that may not be lining up yeah i love that yeah. letting go there's so much freedom to move forward mm-hmm which brings us then to jump into today, we got generosity, and you took the lead on this one. I'm hoping you got an Urban D definition oh, for of us. Of course, man. Yeah, yeah. We, we got to outline both both ends of the vocabulary spectrum. So if we start with Merriam-Webster, right? The MW, the old trusty. Old trusty. Merriam-Webster highlights or defines generosity as the quality or fact of being generous. Okay. Shocker, huh? <laughs> Isn't that, are you not supposed to use a derivative of the word in the definition? (laughs) So we had to go to the word generous, and then they define that as liberal in giving. Okay. So being liberal in giving. Yeah. So Urban D takes that maybe what's not so clear definition and really, really clears it up for us. I'm looking forward to it. So Urban Urban Dictionary says that generosity is the act of being selfish on someone else's behalf. Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) So yeah, when you either give someone something or step in and advocate for them in a way where they get what they selfishly want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, they use this, uh, use it in a sentence, right? Okay. So they paint the picture of two people surfing and they say that last wave went through unridden. Two guys could have had it, but they saw each other and pulled off at the same time. (laughs) I guess they were acting out of generosity. (laughs) That makes it sound like not such a good thing. Yeah, totally. So they both miss out on things because they're being kind to one another. Yeah. yeah, so that's the purpose or the direction of today's show. Um, but what it does, it leads us to this word dana, which is a Sanskrit and Pali word, which means giving something unconditionally with an open heart. Okay. And so when we think about the mindfulness attitude of generosity, this is essentially what it is, what it comes from. And at its core, dana is about generosity, it's about openness, and then the capacity to embrace others with both compassion and love. Okay, so there's this whole qualitative element. So there's this element of giving and, the, and this quality that goes with it with, when using the term dana. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And yeah, let's think compassion and love is baked into that cake. Yeah. So something I always love to do, right? I love to throw a word at you and just see what you come <laughs> up with. One, one of many things that you love to throw at me. Yeah. <laughs> so if I were to throw this word Donna at you, or maybe generosity, or when you think about giving, what are the first words or thoughts that come to mind for you? Ooh. Well, first, me me living in Western culture, I think giving probably fits best. <laughs> it's easiest to come up with a response to. So in response to the word giving, um, I think about like... Uh, Gifts. We just did that episode on giving gifts for Valentine's Day. Um, It makes me think of, uh, so giving just most recently, I've been having conversations with my son. His birthday's coming up. So the other day I was checking in with him about his upcoming birthday and he rattles off like 10 different things that he's wanting to get for his birthday. Yeah. 
And, uh, and then he concludes that list, you know, what he had said verbally concludes it by saying, uh, yeah, and that's it. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately he's going to have to learn a lesson that giving is, uh, much more limited than what he perceives it to be. <laughs> no doubt. So he's referring to her things, right? Like yeah. items, right? Yeah. Things did he, that he include wants. a, uh, did he include a link to a Tesla? No, like, no. Is that your is that your go to? Yeah. Well, and so two things I always do whenever I have like a wish list is I always go to like a really high priced car and throw it on there, mm-hmm. and then I always go to the MLS and see what the most expensive house is in Flagstaff. <laughs> yeah. And then I put that on there as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. that one. Just, Whatever is the highest price. Yeah. Yeah. Just to yeah be a jerk about it. Yeah. So so yeah. yeah I I guess I organically end up thinking about items. Yeah. And that's kind of how we, like you're mentioning Western culture, think about a lot of times. So right before Christmas, I know I always like to promote uh, local coffee shops and that kind of thing, but I did find myself in the Starbucks drive-thru. What? Starbucks. (laughs) What? Yeah. What happened? Well, I was on the go. I might've even had my daughters with me. I'm not sure. But anyway, I was in the car driving through. And um, so I got up to the window to pay for my drink and the barista informed me that the car in front of me had paid for my drink. Ah, Super cool, right? Yeah. So in this pay it forward scenario, what did I do? You drove off the barista for the drink and headed headed on your way. Yep. Thank you so much. You added to your order. Yeah. <laughs> you <told laughs> well, in him, this case, can I throw in a couple of pastries for yeah. the girls? Kind of a, yeah, a couple of scones, birthday cake pops, and uh, maybe a pup cup for the dog. <laughs> pup cup. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, gotta love that Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, like items, right? We we tend to think about giving things. And mm-hmm. so in this scenario where mm-hmm. it's Starbucks or the wish list for the birthday, like we're talking about things, right? Mm-hmm. And these all feel good. Like to get things feels good for a little while, to give things feels good for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but the mindfulness attitude of generosity tends to go further. Mm-hmm. And it really emphasizes one of the most important things that we can freely give is our undivided attention combined with uh, compassion. Again, like we were referring to earlier. Yeah. Like uh, when you say that, so there's this, that love and compassion that you referenced earlier, being present in the act of giving. Um, and then the way you just conveyed that with the interconnectedness, it makes me think about people that I interact with. Mm-hmm. Um, like I even have one person in mind thinking about this, that every time that I spend time with this person, it yeah. really is like they're waiting for me to finish whatever I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They're so genuinely in tune with w- what's going on presently in the conversation, like undivided attention yeah. almost. So is that's the interconnectedness. That's the interconnectedness, right? And that's giving. <clears throat> that's giving. Yeah. So think of the way in which that is rewarding for you as the person who's being understood or maybe... Um, the the eye of the person's attention Mm -hmm. how that influences how you interact going forward Mm -hmm. and then also the reward that that gives for the person who's offering their undivided attention Mm -hmm. because in that interaction there's connection right Mm -hmm. and so yeah like the way in which that then goes forward is then it has an influence on how we approach the world or other interactions Mm -hmm. makes it more likely in a sense i think we did a post earlier and we even talked about how when we think of things like generosity that it's not a zero-sum sort of thing Mm -hmm. is that it can be freely given and then the idea is that it comes from this internal wealth Mm -hmm. and when it's given it probably adds on like it doesn't yeah it's not a zero somewhere it's this uh finite resource that's being taken away from it may actually giving it actually may produce more of it 
may produce more. Yeah. So maybe like a pay it forward scenario in a, yeah. in a more meaningful kind of way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> for yeah. sure. I do want to say it was really cool to get that drink though for free. That was like, that felt good. Made your day. Made my day, man. It was really cool. Yeah. Did you, did you pay for the one behind you? No, I literally drove. I think I got nervous is what happened. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I thought you were joking a minute yeah. ago. You really did not pay for the one behind you? Yeah, in hindsight, I probably would have slowed down. But when they said that, that my drink was paid for, I think I felt really nervous in the moment. and didn't know if I should pay for it or keep going. Oh and I kind of froze and drove off. Oh, man. Yep. You, I, I really value your vulnerability in our last couple of episodes. Dude, I'm going to uh, I might have to move after all this, man. Find myself in another country, another world. <laughs> Just dipping out of the Starbucks every year for a yeah. drink. Yeah, just oh, that's cool. Thanks. So instead, <laughs> instead of pay, you keep using the term "pay it forward," that that wasn't involved at all. It was pay it here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But maybe it had been going on for hours. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I was the person who days. stopped to pay it forward. Yeah, days. days. Oh, they're, they're in like a they're on hour forty nine of day three. Yeah, and there's Cody just, just shutting you. it down, <laughs> feeling really unsure how to respond, and just driving off. <laughs> okay, what a cool guy. Huh? <laughs> so, so you didn't experience that interconnectedness that you just conveyed. Well, I experienced on the receiving end. That was great. <laughs> But yeah, totally missed out on the opportunity to pay it for it. So, oh man, my eyes are watering. But, but you do, you ask like a, or you make a good point. Cause I do, when I reflect back to that, I'm like, why didn't I pay it forward? You know, like, I yeah. think it probably would have felt good to say, that, oh, that was really cool. I'm going to go ahead and pay for the people behind me too. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I looked in my rearview mirror and there was like five people in the car. I was like, yeah, I'm yeah. good. Were your twins with you? I think they were with me. I don't know that I got it, anything for them though. Man, <laughs> really coming across pretty good here. <laughs> to throw that little detail in there too so you you didn't get anything for the twins either so so cody (laughs) cody's benefiting from the world just just taking 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 me 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 dude boy let me tell i'm the right person to give gift giving advice and if anyone wants some advice on generosity here's your guy i'm your guy I am your guy. He's got two thumbs and can really nail down generosity. Yeah. This, this guy. This moi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was going to say before you threw out there, you didn't get anything for the twins. I was going to yeah. say, well, maybe they were distracting you or something. I was trying to get you an out. Oh, man. <laughs> I, you know, in hindsight, I accept that out. <laughs> so they're, they're probably some chaos. You, yeah. You're probably lovingly giving them your attention and, yeah. and then too distracted to then, yeah. pay it forward. So generously giving my attention to my girls. Yeah, okay. And just, yeah, there you go. Much better. Good save. Boom, bam, bing. We'll edit all that other part <laughs> yeah. out. So interconnectivity. Yeah. Man, but you know what comes to mind with all that, and maybe we were just referred to this briefly, is the idea of distraction. Yeah. And I think of just how difficult it is to practice this. like this day and age, you know, and what a lost art it feels like to be present. Um, Another thought that comes to my mind too is just what it takes to be fully present and how to freely give attention. There are so many barriers to this, you know, and I think of one of your strengths, right? Dan at his core, the five when he's in his five wing in health and stress. I want to know the expert's thoughts, right? What do you see as being some of the things that become barriers to freely giving attention or practicing this lost art of being present in a relationship with people? Yeah. This, it actually, I, I genuinely am super appreciative to be doing this right now because I actually don't think I've been doing this well recently. And so 
you and I going over this in detail right now is going to help me to reset because I do think there's so many ways. There's just so many pulls on our attention. So like even when we're trying to be present with our kids, our family, um, our friends in those interactions, you got your phone that's always accessible and maybe even alerts that are going off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the worst one for me is honestly just thinking about time and urgency. So like if I'm doing this thing Am I falling behind with the next thing that needs to happen? Mm. And what do I need to do to prepare for that next thing that's about to happen, which takes me out of the current moment? And uh, so that urgency, our rush schedules and time, Mm -hmm. phones, practical things like that. I mean, those would be just two that come to mind quickly. Yeah. You know, to me, I think you mentioned those two things. Like what comes to mind are phones and punch lists, right? Like I think um, the way you said that is really important as far as it's really easy to find ourselves in a structure where our schedule kind of dictates where our attention needs to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And there can be some really useful things to that, but it can also, the flip side of that coin is that it can also take our attention away from what's going on here. Now, it reminds me of our non-striving podcast a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah we find ourselves striving to get elsewhere often. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're focused on that striving, it may take you out of that present conversation, but it reminds me of that person that I was referencing a minute ago. They honestly seem so genuinely connected to just what the current exchange is. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I think that's what you're striving to get to. So then that, that means that you have to overcome those barriers of that striving, that urgency your phone or other distractions yeah that, just like you're saying that phone and technology and everything going on around us can be so disruptive in a way mm-hmm. and with, with those barriers with those difficulties like what comes to mind and like what does it take to be generous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i actually think us talking about it today i think the key element it's in the definition of mindfulness is the being present like yeah. i actually think if you can act with intention and be present, I actually then think at that point it's not difficult. But getting yourself in that mindset, I think, can be. And that's just my idea. Yeah. This makes the five really uncomfortable because I haven't read an article that <laughs> that uh, bears this out or offers an empirical evidence for it. Uh, just but, throw out a last name in a year. Yeah. 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 Roganowski in 2016. 19. Yeah. yeah. 16. There you go. Perfect. Oh, yes. Roganowski. Ro- Romanowski. <laughs> Roganowski. Roganowski says in 16 that being present is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. See how they just alleviated all that? It, it doesn't. <laughs> now somebody's going to type yeah, up Roganowski. I'm going to have to go research this after. Yeah. 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 Well, I, you're spot on, right? Like being present is kind of the thing. Being present mm-hmm. is what we're doing with our attention. And mm-hmm. so if our attention is divided or if it's distracted, then we're not being present yeah being present is the way to offer that attention and that compassion yeah which is funny because while doing this i'm actually like a couple of times i was looking over at our recording checking our volume levels Mm -hmm. and i realized in those moments it takes me quickly out of what we're what we're talking about and so i've just in our dialogue here brought myself back to say no i want to generously give it feels good to be connected in that present way yeah yeah I, I'm, well, it's so interesting that you highlighted that because that is happening right now, right? Yeah. Like you have your phone out of the iPad out. We're both scrolling through the note, making sure we're staying on topic. You're checking the computer. Like there's a component to that. But then also whenever I come to check my note and see what's next, 
yeah, like we lose that connection. Takes you out of the exchange. And yeah. the exchange feels good. The times that I've been prompted to bring back to that internally, mm-hmm. it feels good. Like it feels good. Yeah. So it's it's a paradox that we allow these barriers to then take up more space than what we want them to have. Yeah, I'm yeah. really glad that you highlighted that. So yeah, barriers, just like you're saying, one, we want to be present. We've got to be present. And then kind of below that, the thing that comes to my mind is really setting your intention on doing so. So it kind of begins with intention setting and then following through by committing yeah. action to the thing. Yeah. So then what are things you can act on? Like what are ways that you can act this out then? Yeah. So strategies. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put it into that practical room. Let's get in that practical room. Should we do a little tennis? Let's do it back and forth. I yeah. got the list here. Strategy tennis. So, uh, you know, I was kind of, you know, uh, making fun of you a second ago for Roganowski 16. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually a study that came out a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. By the time this recording, it'd be about a month. Look at you dipping into your five. Dude, living up to my five, getting in that, that five wing, getting some expert knowledge. We found this really cool study yeah. and, and well, like prestigious schools. I think it was like UCLA and someone, Cornell maybe, someone uh-huh. on the East Coast. But uh-huh. They did this study where they had an experimental group and control group, and then they had each of the group or the experimental group would engage in a mindfulness meditation. And then they gave everyone money for participating and then they, and then they would prompt them with the opportunity to donate their money. Uh And so what they found was that the people in the experimental group who received the money or the compensation for participating in the study were significantly more likely to give their money out. If they had participated in the meditation, they did the meditation compared to a control. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So when we talk about all of these attitudes and like Dan mentioned earlier is our hope is our intention is to bring in a meditation is all these, all these attitudes, the arena for practicing this all exist in the practice of mindfulness meditation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so meditation is one of those strategies that you can do to practice bringing your attention back to the present moment. It's like literally what the practice is, strengthen that muscle and then um, there are, yeah, again, there are studies that show that that help you become more altruistic or mm-hmm. generous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so that meditation attitude or meditation practice will help you with the attitude of generosity. Number two, you have listed here as like schedule time, um, which I think is a good one. I actually had the opportunity for this just this last weekend. Mm-hmm. There's a friend that I'm just sporadically in touch with, live far apart from. Um, and I texted a little bit with them and we set up a time to get in touch by phone to talk. And then I knew going into it, I wanted to just focus on the phone. So I went, I went away from the other distractions. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was like, yeah, we ended up talking a lot longer than I think I anticipated and it felt so great to connect with this person again. Yeah. And I think in part, I, I hadn't thought about it this way then, but both him and I commented on how the conversation went longer than we thought and how great it was to mm-hmm. catch up. And I think in part it was because um, I'd set aside all all the other distractions and I had a plan. Yeah. So schedule a time to be with someone and then respect that time is set aside for that so you don't fall into that punchless rush. Right, yeah. So the intention was to engage in this conversation in a way that was meaningful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, a really good strategy again, to be generous or to practice or a way to give your attention freely to another person. Another thing I'm going to, I love doing this is, uh, I think you're really good at this actually is one is giving thanks and also offering up credit or, um, giving recognition or credit to someone who's deserving of it. Hmm. 
<laughs> I don't know that I am, but yeah. So that's a good one. This is, Thanks. My, this is my favorite scenario. Is when, is when I get a compliment and then I get to squirm my way out. Yep, totally. I love it. Um, but yeah, one way to be generous is to intentionally look for things that people do that are maybe like pro-social yeah. or helpful, that kind of thing, yeah. or a way in which you've been helped and to simply offer a thank you and also give credit where credit is due. Yeah. I, I, I think when you say that, just to highlight that, I actually think rather than this being a zero sum game, like we talked about earlier, I really do think this is one thing that when you incorporate it, it actually builds upon it both for yourself and the person across from you. So I actually think this is one of those things that when you do it, it actually um, replenishes the resource rather than takes away from it. Yeah. Um, It's kind of upside down in that sense, right? Like the idea that if we give, it's going to result in my loss, but it's actually totally reversed. reversed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So last one then comes back to one practical application for generosity is to pay it forward. So when someone um, pays for your drink at the Starbucks, um, that you go ahead and you you be a link in that chain rather than the end of that chain, rather than the broken link that ends that chain and, and pay it forward. Can I interpret what you just said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're in the Starbucks line, don't be a jackass. Just pay it forward. Like offer it up to the next car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this is a good one to always keep in mind, though. You know, when when someone does that nice thing for you in that day, look for a way that you can do that for someone else. And and remember that it's not the act of giving. So right there, we fell back into the example of like the Starbucks thing, which is actually a physical object. Mm -hmm. But what's the most relevant component of that in terms of the attitude of generosity is that compassion and love that exists in the dynamic that creates interconnectedness. Mm. And so if you take the opportunity to buy the coffee for the person, be mindful that you're paying for that and hope that it gives them what they need in life. Um, Be, be mindful of the barista, like think about all of that moment because it's beyond just making sure the coffee gets into the hand of the person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's so much more going on around that. It, it makes me think of, uh, you know, that old Vietnam vegetable, hay. Hay? Yeah. You know, hay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, but you and I had talked about this. There's that, mm-hmm. there's a vegetable, um, and it's from Vietnam. So this Thich Nhat Han referenced this. And yeah. so that vegetable, hay is kind of like, it's an onion. It's a little bit like a scallion. Mm. Um, and it has layers the way that an onion yeah, does. Yeah. They and put it in like soup a lot. Is that right? Yeah. Soup. I yeah. believe so. Yeah. I actually have never been there. So okay. I'm yeah. not totally sure. Yeah. But I believe so. Okay. Um, but like you kind of cut back the layers and, and the deeper you can get into the interconnected component of giving. Um, yeah. The more pronounced it'll be, the more that will be there. Yeah. The more that it, it, it will grow, right? Like mm-hmm. they were saying, you got to cut away these layers and then that vegetable will grow on its own. Um, and that same principle exists in generosity, right? Is the more that you give, in a sense, the richer you become. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about rich, we're not talking about money. We're talking about that interconnectivity. We're talking about that well-being sort of aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom. Generosity. Yeah, which takes me to the homie. You got a quote? JKZ. John Kaba Zinn. Zinn. The Zinn master. You know, he talks about generosity and just says a sense of how powerful it is when you give yourself over to life and give over to others what would make others feel connected, not for your own self, but simply because it brings joy to others and it's useful for, useful for us to not be in our own spotlight all the time. And what this does is that it demonstrates we care. Oh, man. Generosity. 
Summed it up right there. I love JKZ for that. JKZ knocking it out of the park. Well, thank you. This has been helpful for me. And it's going to be helpful, I think, for me to reset back into that genuine giving in my interactions with others. Yeah, this is a good, this is a good one. You know, the thing is, uh, you mentioned this earlier, it's kind of funny that this does come on the heels of uh, <laughs> Enneagram and gift giving. Yeah, yeah, where we <laughs> emphasize the gift. Where we really emphasize the product, yeah, yeah the gift. Well, I hope yeah. for your sake that you have um, reserved that Hummer limo to go out to Walnut Canyon mm. and that it all goes well. well. At the time of this recording, I have all kinds of time to do that. Maybe I'll start looking at next <laughs> well, year. I think this is where... <laughs> Thing is, you know, in the time that I've known you, I, I, let me just throw out there. I think one of the things that sets you back with gift giving is um, every time I ask you, hey, what do you got on the docket for this? Um, you always reference how much time is still left to take care of that thing. <laughs> and I know I'm kind of like time focused being a five and all. Yeah. But I may be at one end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You may be at the other. <laughs> yeah. Quick, quick, real quick anecdote. Um, you're spot on, man. So I used to supervise this this woman at my previous job, right? Yeah. And she would ask these questions about things that are really distant in the future. I'd be like, well, felt really distant to you. Yeah. Maybe a couple of days, maybe a week. And I'd be <laughs> like, oh, it's all good. We got all kinds of time. Like that was my standard canned response. We got all kinds of time. So I clearly use that in my own life and it really just results in my own suffering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck. Thanks, why, don't you, why don't you take us out by shouting us out? No doubt. You can always find us on the interwebs, www.beyondflag.com, flag spelled. F-L-G. And always hit us up on those Instagrammers. Uh, what are we? Beyond underscore flag. And then the Twitter feed, we're also beyond underscore Check flag. it out. Check it out. Yeah. We'll be dropping some content as time goes on and uh, stay in touch. Let us know what you think. If you want to hear anyone for an interview down the road or got any ideas for topics we'd love to hear from you yeah always hit us up no doubt take care love these